Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Hey, y'all, guys. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard podcast. You probably know that I'm Tavin Dillard, but if you didn't, hey, pleased to meet you. I hope you're doing well, and today it's Tuesdays, the December the 5th, if you listen to this on the day it come out. If you don't, uh, or you ain't, and it's like March or April or months later, hey, I hope I hope your spring's going well. But right now, we right into to the Decembers. We peekle boomed right over to the hilltop of November's this past weeks, and now we into the Decembers. And there is a hoot of a time happening in my neck of the woods. And I bet you pretty busy, too, if I was going to go ahead and take a gesture at uh, how you doing right about now. Now, I've been hearing from a lot of y'all on the text messages and the email and leaving comments on the Instagram videos and the TikToks and the Facebooks and the YouTubes and the whatnots. And I appreciate hearing from y'all. Uh, you know, I post a video every day. Uh, that's uh, seven days a week. And so you probably uh, maybe came across a video of mine this week. Uh, maybe you didn't, but they out there. And um, I post these uh, podcast episodes, obviously, in the podcast world, Spotify and Apple, iTunes, and I think other places it go to well as well. And then it get posted on the YouTubes, and people can listen there if they uh, have the hankering to do such a thing. We in season eight. Uh, Tavern Dillard podcast in episode 11s, and so we wrapping up. I mean, we on the tail end of season eight. I mean, it won't end till after the New Year's, but here we are. I'm a mowing edging, grass cutting legend, and I, I got my own shirts that say so. But you can be a part of my team if you want to get one of them shirts. At the link in the show notes today, you're going to see all that. Now, if you listen to the podcast before, you probably know that there's. There's just a party down there in the show notes. Uh, all the new shirts, all the old shirts, you know, the shirts are there. Uh, in in the show notes today, you'll see that first. And hoodies, Bainey, the Bank Bank Bainey. I got hats. Uh, did the did the uh, uh, butter giveaway hat. Uh, if you listen to this on Tuesdays, it's wrapping up today. If you ain't entered, uh, I hope you do real quick. Uh, I'm giving away a butter hat uh, for this past week. Folks have been entering to win. And uh, I signed the bottom of it, and it's going to go out uh, later this week into the mailbox and maybe to your front porch if you want. If you won. Not if you won't, because if you want it, uh, that's a good thing, but only one person's going to win that because it's just one hat. So it just fits on one head at a time. I got tab and syrup from Trays in the show notes today. Something good for the breakfast. Slashed the prices 25% last week. And you can pick up a reduced rate. You know, it's, it's a deal, as they say. And then also Tabin's bacon bag. Uh, that's that's in the show notes today, too. Them's been moving. And uh, for good reason. 
I put a hurting on that bacon. It tastes so good to me, and I'm glad y'all get to enjoy it too, but you'll see that in the show notes. Personal video greetings, that's been picking up a little bit for the Christmas times. You can order one for your friend, family, mild acquaintance, you know, that kind of thing, and then email me if you need to just get in touch, tapdiller at gmail.com, or text me, 501-322-6249. Well, Trigger Mantell, that's Cody Mantell, and and uh, his wife, Linda Rape, they had a baby trigger back in September, and it's baby's first Christmas, which means it's gonna be baby's first Christmas parade, baby's first Christmas photo shoot, and boy, did they have a photo shoot this week. Now, Justine Dunlap, she took up photography. You know how you get a little hobby, but then you want to be more like a like your job, and then maybe you give some discounts or some you know some deals early on because you're trying to show folks that you know what you're doing, and then that helps you build your portfolio. <clears throat> well, Justine's husband KC, he do taxidermy. He already a pro with that. He ain't trying to like oh dabble in taxidermy. That feller will put together a raccoon or whatever kind of thing. He can make a raccoon look like it's climbing up a tree. He can make a raccoon, Turks taxidermied, dead raccoons, uh, look like him climbing up a tree. I bet he could make a fully mature peacock look like it's got a squirrel in a headlock. I ain't never thought about that. Hmm. Well, Justine takes pictures of them taxidermy animals, too. So you got an animal that's all taxidermy and he like frozen in time, she'll take a picture of it and make it look beautiful. I don't know if she put like a raccoon on a tree stump, something outside like that away, but she also been working on them live animals too. And that's harder because them don't sit still like a, like a taxidermy to do. But she got a little studio, and she was talking to Linda Ray Mantell. You know, I don't know if they caught up at Early Bird Gets the Perm where Linda Ray works. She still worked the front desk a little bit, answering them phones and sweeping hair. But she do hair again, and she been okay. She ain't getting nobody no bulldog bangs lately or leopard print Dalmatian bleach spots in their heads or mess-ups like that. And she do them paddle cures and paddle cures. And you, you know Early Bird Gets the Perm has been running some deals. So I don't know. That don't matter no how. I'm just saying that Daphne uh, and Lindy Ray uh, got together. Well, not Daphne. Uh, Lindy Ray got with Justine to take Daphne and to take little baby Trigger uh, to get their pictures done. It's Trigger's first Christmas, y'all guys. It's a pretty big deal, especially big deal to the mama. So she thought she'd get Daphne Trigger's Christmas pictures taken, but then it turned like into a family photo shoot. I mean, you know, uh, Linda Ray's already there because she's bringing her babies, and then Daphne and um, Trigger's there. So all they missing is Cody. I mean, they, they they just need to get the daddy there, Cody, and they got the whole family. Why not just go for the family photo shoot? You know, Justine's running a deal trying to build her business, and that's exactly what happened. Well, the only thing is, if Cody Mantell's in the photos, then he's got a say in what kind of photos they get to take. See where this is going? So he's like, hey, uh, you know, he got a lowered mini truck. Uh, he liked to blast some Nickelback out of that thing. But he said, uh, uh, why don't we sit on the hood of the pickup? Now, y'all be easy kind of thing, because, you know, Trigger don't weigh that much, and Daphne don't need her. And Linda Ray, they both kind of wiry family, I guess you'd say. So, you know, Cody leaning against the hood of the pickup truck, 
uh, and, and they, they are sitting on the hood, and he got like trigger in his lap, and Daff Lane's kind of leaning, and you know, uh, Lindy Ray's up on the hood, and then sitting in the bed of his lowered mini truck. Uh, he wanted, uh, you, he was in charge of wardrobe for that part with the truck shoot, and he's like tank tops, you know, sunglasses, summer gear kind of thing. He had the whole thing, cut off jean shorts. I mean, he was like really like thinking like maybe he missed his calling buddy maybe he need to do like family photo shoots because he was all pumped about it but you know that wasn't really like christmas that wasn't what linda ray was thinking you know how you get like a husband and wife together and boy all of the husband don't care nothing about it then he start thinking about it. then he gets so excited about it he take it over and then he got all these ideas but they ain't none of the ideas that the gal had and then that's where we at so you know how that goes. I mean, that argument could uh, break out or whatever, but Linda Ray, she was okay with, you know, the hood, the hood summer gear photo shoot, but she also wanted a couple, I guess it looked like a church directory photo, you know, kind of everybody's hair's combed over. They got their little sweaters on, little collared shirt or whatever. And Cody's like, well, I sure think we need a, one of them taxidermy deers that KC does. You know, they, they weren't trying to buy the deer, but they're like, hey, you know, Justine, you got the studio here. You got all these animals. Hey, let's put them to use, and maybe uh, we can get a taxidermy deer in the, in the photo shoot with us. Now, I thought that was a pretty good idea, uh, you know, just when I heard about it. And, of course, Cody thought it was a good idea, but Trigger, you know, he's just a little baby. A Trigger's their baby. He's just a little feller, and Trigger cried. He's seen that deer. You know, it's a big animal, even though it's dead. He don't know it's dead. He's just saying, that's a big, hairy, hairy four-legged animal that's, that's going to bite my leg off. I don't know what he thought because I ain't in the side of a baby. I ain't a babyologist, but he don't talk. Uh, he just kind of cry and babble like that. You know, he ain't, got, he ain't got his words figured out yet. So when a baby say something, then when they crying or whatever, you're just trying to guess like, well, maybe he hates deer. You know, you don't know. You don't know what's really going on. So anyway... Trigger's crying. Cody said, well, what about that possum? And they had a possum there, taxidermied possum. Trigger kind of liked that. He got close to that possum. Maybe it's more his size. You know, that could be it. Like, oh, this thing can't overpower me. I could probably get this thing in a headlock. Now, I don't know if Trigger uh, talked like that in his head. I'd be pretty impressed because, you know, he's just a few months old. So for him to even know what the word headlock means, I'd be, I'd think, boy, this guy got a future in wrestling. Anyhow, uh, Trigger liked that possum. Uh, but he, you know, you get close to it, you get a baby close to anything, uh, they, they pull on stuff, they just grab it. And, and he pulled some of that, the back hair out of that taxidermy possum. So Trigger got a handful of possum back hair and, you know, Lindy Ray trying to smack it out of his hand, you know, brush his hand off before he stick his hand in his mouth. Because you know, you know, them little babies, uh, if something's in their hand, it go right to their mouth. That's why you got to finger scoop kids all the time. You know, toddlers at the Walmarts find a gummy bear on the floor and mamas are, are pinching their nose and finger scooping it out. Or not. If you're dumb with Spencer, she's like, split that with me, you know, kind of thing. But anyhow, they getting ready to do this little photo shoot kind of thing. And I guess Justine's going to have to tell KC about the possum. You know, when he get in there and see his taxidermy possum missing some back hair like he's going bald on the back. But, you know, it's dead, so his hair don't fall out no more. It just stay there. It just stay put. It's like frozen in time. So she'd have to give explanation. She'd have to explain to him like, hey, uh, you know, little Trigger Mantel pulled the, the, the back hair out of this possum. Not all of it, but a little bit. You can see the bald spot. But they start snapping away. Justine went for it. Got a bunch of pictures of 
Cody Mantell and Linda Ray Mantell with their baby Trigger and then the little girl Daphlene. I mean, they was getting them pictures take. May have to get Trigger that possum for his first Christmas. I mean, he really lit up when he seen that thing. He's having a good old time with that taxidermied possum. And it ended up in a picture or two. You know, I had a dream recently about a possum. I mean, it's one of those things where you ate too late before. I mean, that's when I get them. You know, it could be a can of shelf-stable Spam and, and or some chocolate gravy. I've had biscuits and gravy too close to, to bedtime. And, but the one I had recently, there's a possum with a peg leg, and he was standing outside Rickard's grocery store, and, boy, he was begging for shortbread cookies. I mean, just begging, you know, and, and, and he wasn't supposed to be out there. And I think there might have been other, other little tables set up, and he was trying to, you know, make sure that he could get uh, some shortbread cookies for whatever. I don't know. You know, when it's a dream, it's just supposed to make sense to you, and then you wake up and you think, what in the world was a peg-leg possum doing outside Rickard's grocery store begging for shortbread cookies? Well, Kevin Rickard came outside, and he's like, you can't be doing that. It's time to make a smoothie. And boy, the, that possum just hollered, I'm allergic. Well, I don't know what that meant, but he didn't end up with one shortbread cookie, and then turned out uh, that peg-leg fell over, and he had a real possum leg inside, and he's faking it. It wasn't even a real peg-leg kind of thing and boy once Kevin Rickard gathered all them shortbread cookies uh, catfish on a dirt bike with his hat on backwards pulled up to pick up that possum so they could go to the lake to do more hijinks but that possum didn't get away with none of them cookies that scam he was running uh, did not fly at Rickard's grocery store in my dream but the peg leg possum I'm gonna have a peg leg possum uh, I draw a picture of it folks I know you can't see because you listen to a podcast right now and this is like for your ears but I do have a shirt coming out with the peg leg possum. Um, and he got a handful of shortbread cookies because that's how he did my dream till, till Kevin Ricker uh, confiscated all of them from him. Anyhow, the, the Mantells, they're going to have a lot of options for sure for their for they Christmas photo this year. And I can't wait to see it. You know, and I, I, I know Lindy Ray, she circulate them things. They'll probably have one hanging up in Donut Goes. They probably have one hanging up in Early Bird Gets the Perm, maybe on that front desk where she work. But, you know, them that family and I, I, a deer, I think, made it in one of them. And then that possum made it into several because that's, that's how they kept Trigger from crying. He really liked that thing. Well, more than that's going on in town. The elementary school had a Christmas parade in Rickard's grocery store parking lot. Speaking of Rickard's grocery store and all the, the hijinks that ensued there in my dreams, I mean, it's just as much in the real life. You know, from Devil Spencer's stepson getting his arm caught in a bending machine trying to knock loose a mellow yellow elbow deep in that thing, uh, to, you know, the elementary school kids' Christmas parade going on in the parking lot. You know, they have hay rides there. You, they've had uh, junior cheerleading practice in that parking lot. I mean, Kevin Rickett really opened it up, but I mean, you right there on Main Street, I mean, it's for the whole world to see. So if you ain't good at cartwheels yet and you eat it on that pavement and parking lot kind of thing, everybody on Main Street see you. And them kids, they can't make floats. And I ain't talking about a Coke float, because they could do that. But they, I'm talking about them floats that you see at parades, you know. And I don't know why they call them floats, because none of them float. You know, they usually roll down on a, on, a, on a trailer bed. But anyhow, they can't make them. they just little kids. they elementary school kids. Uh, so they make them cardboard hats, and they make a banner. And then you just kind of march around in a circle wearing your cardboard hat. And, you know, them don't fit too well. I ain't never met a cardboard hat to fit too well. You know, them Burger King things that they used to give away at meals, I don't think they give them away anymore. 
you know, it didn't fit okay, but you know how they just, it's, you can have them adjustable little slats for it. Well, these kids ain't doing that. They taping or glue sticking it together to where all of a sudden, you know, they gotta, they gotta go ahead and like put that on their head and go. You know, it's parade time. So whatever you got, whatever you glittered on there or pasted on there and, and stuck it together with, that's what you got to do. So that's what they did. And the kids, you know, they, they go down there. Candy Dilroy's down there. You know, she lived in my trailer park. She catch a lot of animals. And today wasn't no different. She cornered a mockingbird behind the vending machine, and then she picked that thing up. Take that mockingbird for all the mockery it do. Now, it's rebarrassed over there getting held by uh, Candy Dilroy. I ain't never met a gal that's rebarrassed more uh, animals and livestock than Candy Dilroy. And she don't even know she's doing it. She just, it's like second nature. Like, hey, there's a bird. I guess it's my friend now. Maisley Grubbs did a cartwheel. That's Sherilyn Shane's, you know, little girl. And she's a junior cheerleader. She's supposed to just hold a banner that her and some gals draw at a nativity, but she handed that off to somebody because she seen an opportunity, you know, to show off her skills as a junior cheerleader. You know, that was her own call. Didn't nobody ask her to do it. She didn't need to do it. And you don't need to upstage the nativity on Christmas. But anyhow, she did herself a cartwheel. Candy Dilroy would hold that mockingbird above her head and she'd bring it back down in front of her like she put it in the parade with her. Well, once when she brought that thing down, it pecked her on the head. Candy Dilroy got pecked on the head by a mockingbird that she's holding above her head and bringing it back down low and all of a sudden that mockingbird's like, not today, Candy Dilroy. And Candy Dilroy, she, she got a good grip on that even with one hand while she's checking her hand, her head for blood with the other hand just to see how hard that thing pecked on her. It didn't bring no blood, but her granddaddy Chet, he was in a lawn chair on the sidelines of the parade in the parking lot there and he hollered at her to let that thing go. You know, like, uh, Candy, let go of that thing. That ain't your friend. And she's like, Granddaddy. Like, you know, she wasn't ready to let that thing go. She just hollered back at him and said, Granddaddy. And he said, that mockingbird don't want to be in that parade. Let it fly kind of thing. Well, she let it go. And it hopped next to her for a few feet, almost making Chet look silly. Like, well, maybe it did want to be in the parade. But then it up and flowed away. Champ Tharp, Jesse Tucker, Ronnie Keith Tucker, Luke Bryan Spencer, Hunter Farnhart, and a bunch of them kiddos was there. It, all at the parade, because you know, the elementary school, and they make them hats and them banners, and they down there doing that thing. Delma Spencer's little boy, Luke Bryan Spencer, had a bag to catch candy with, like he brought a bag. Uh, I was surprised it wasn't a pillowcase, but that ain't how it works. If you end the parade, buddy, you ain't catching candy. You the one like giving stuff out and throwing people there to see you. People there for you to give them stuff kind of thing. But anyhow, them kiddos, they did a couple laps. And I was heading to Rickard's grocery store anyway, so I was, I, was, I was happened to run into the parade, watch it for a little bit, and then I got to be on my way. Picked up some hot fries and some Funyuns, and I've been doing pretty good, you know, with the crows in the, in the trailer park. I ain't been leaving the snacks out open. I mean, that's like Snackology 101. Like, you don't leave your snacks open, and I have made that mistake. Or, you know, something happened, like if you ramping bikes or remote control cars or something, and you got the snack in one hand, but you got to handle some business over here kind of thing, that's how it happened. Like, you know, that's how so much in life happened. You're like, well, I wasn't expecting it. Well, of course you wasn't expecting it. That you weren't ready. That's why it happened. But I was going today, and I had my head on a swivel. You know, my new shirt with the crow and the funny in his mouth, that's helped me remind me. You know, I look down and say, oh, yeah. Yeah, they on the lookout. I got to be on the lookout. So I was picking up some hot fries 
Dr. Pepper, uh, them Funyuns, and the Kittios. Them the Kittios. I don't know if that's like a stereo with a kid on it, but them kiddos, they was really kicking off the Christmas season in that parking lot. I mean, going in circles, they had a little CD player or something, you know, that's playing the Christmas music, uh, Oh Holy Night, which I kind of know most of the words to that song. And then, um, you know, We Wish You Merry Christmas. They had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer playing. They had Jingle Bells playing. And them kids with their little cardboard hats, you know, one would fall off, somebody pick it up. Kids is trading hats. Uh, some kids step on their hats. But they around there celebrating uh, the wonderful week leading up, really weeks now, leading up to the Christmas times. You know, it's just, it's, it's in the air. Boy, there's excitement. And boy, the, the weather's cooling off where we are. I don't know where you're living right now, but the weather, boy, there's a little, there's a little bite in the air, a little chill in the air. Like they wish they probably made a beanie instead of a cardboard hat, but it was a beautiful thing. So they they lapping it around the parking lot. The mockingbird has flowed away, probably telling his friends, don't even mess with Candy Dilroy. And I know the crows already know that. She caught so many crows, they, they should be embarrassed. I'm surprised there's a crow left in Chancellor Park. But they is, probably because I keep bringing home hot fries and Funyuns. It's every weekend now, though, leading up to the Christmas time, something's going on. And I sure do hope that it's going great in your neck of the woods, too. And like I said, you know, if you need to do some shopping, you'll see Tappan's Bacon Bag, Tappan's Maple Syrup from Trees, Tappan's Hoodies, Hats, Show Notes is all in there if you just want to check it out. But right now, I just want to let you know, I sure am glad you joined me on the Tappan Dillard Podcast today seasons eight episode 11 if you can rate it leave me a comment share it with folks it's the it's the season of giving and you can share the podcast with somebody and hey if you ain't a taxidermied possum that got his back hair pulled out by trigger mantel at a christmas photo shoot out at justine dunlaps this week you having a pretty good week me i'm tavin dillard this is the tavin dillard podcast Till next time, y'all guys, we'll see you later.